might be a good time to take to take stock here, and I'll kick it to Kelsey uh, first. Like, what do we kind of make of all of this after the full season of Mandalorian? Like, where are you as a hardcore Star Wars fan at with all of this? Sure. So um, it's interesting. Um, I think the uh, the season is. I mean, I think it's an unqualified uh, success, right? Disney uh, knows how how to play the notes that people like. That sort of the thing they do best. Um, but I think what this means really is um, we can sort of see it. Um, Filoni is uh, one of the, the showrunners he's credited, I think in every um, episode and he directed uh, specifically the one um, where Ashoka Tanner shows up and he has spent, um, if, if this is that, like Mandalorian might be the first encounter for most people with his work, but he was a big part of um the why the Clone Wars show worked as it did and why uh, Star Wars Rebels did. And those are like the animated shows, which are uh, very clearly like they were like marketed towards towards kids and written with that in mind, though they obviously played um, in a lot more of the Star Wars space. And I think um, what Mandalorian has done this season, um, especially more than the last one, is it lets Filoni mine the stuff he really liked about the old expanded universe. And that's a term we're going to mention over and over and over again. And that's the collection of um, novels and comics and other sort of fiction that uh, was put out before um, Disney bought Star Wars and is the sort of broad catch-all term for like anything written. It's not like, like officially licensed fan fiction is not the right thing, but it's sort of, in that thing, right? If like you're you're doing a riff in the same intellectual property it was, and you you got official licensing for it, which uh, was probably essential there. Uh, particularly LucasArts was litigious and Disney more so. Um, this is where you did it, and so I think it's really interesting that Filoni is like kind of using this thing, which was a hit and was sort of a like self-contained micro universe within Star Wars, to bring in everything he liked piece by piece from all those novels that uh, were, um, as we discussed a ton on Photorpod, sort of cast aside as cast out of canon. They're like, they're now sort of inspiration material or like brainstorming sessions that can be drawn from, but they're not uh, officially what has happened in the universe. I'm going to step in here and I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound really weird, and I don't mean it this way, but for people who are not as familiar with the old Star Wars canon, it's kind of easier to think about it like the Old and New Testament. Um, and by that, I mean uh, the old stuff, the stuff that Kelsey's talking about that's been done away with. Um, there was a lot of it. And um, it is, you know, it doesn't all fit together. It's not all tonally the same, but, you know, it was bigger and darker and, you know, God was scarier. And then you've got the new canon and that's the new Testament and it's shorter and, you know, it, it comes down from on high, you know, and it's, uh, that, that's how I like to think of it. If you want to get really blasphemous like that. So, um, well, I think it's also a really good metaphor because, um, one of the things that defined the EU sort of is that there was like a rough sense that Lucas would, like it was like give the blessing for these stories or that Lucas, the corporate entity mm-hmm. more than the person. Um, but it was a ton of authors. It was written in various different places. It was outright contradictory. Mm-hmm. There was a huge sprawling mess of things, um, which, you know, isn't quite the same as like, here is our oral tradition finally translated into written 
and compiled into written text, but it's mm-hmm. not dissimilar, right? Like it's got something like that going on. And what we have now with Disney canon is um, a, a more deliberate attempt at telling the same narrative. I mean, sometimes we've seen um, when they like, especially with the freedom they gave the, um, or the degrees of freedom they gave the cinematic directors, uh, that they can tell somewhat contradictory stories um, in that. But as we get further along, um, especially from the, from the movies to the, um, to the shows, there's more of a guiding hand shaping how that narrative is put together and formed. Hey everyone. What you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode. To hear the rest, and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content, as well as our patrons-only Discord chat, become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. Patreon.com slash podsidepicnic.